This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 17th of July. Jazzy Boy, the International Cricket Council mm-hmm. has announced equal prize money for wow. men's and women's teams at cricket events. Now, this one marks a big milestone in the ICC's goal to achieve prize money parity by 2030. Sounds very good, B-Man. I now, Flux Sam, on Friday, we launched our latest update to the Flux app with multiple questions in our weekly quiz, Quick Sticks. Mm. And what a hit, B-Man. <laughs> we weeded out all those people who just ran randomly guessed, yes. and now it's a proper game of skill. So if you want to play, download the Flux app and see how you perform in the multi-question quiz. Three knowledge-based stories today, Juzzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first. The Treasurer of Australia has announced Michelle Bullock as the new Governor of the Ooh. Reserve Bank, and she'll be the first female in the role. This is big news, so give me the TV, man. The Reserve Bank of Australia has become more talked about than the Hemsworth brothers. But not quite as much as Margot Robbie. <laughs> but Juzzy Boy, unlike these revered celebrities, mm-hmm. the comments about the Reserve Bank and their board haven't been as polite. I dare you to listen to some talkback radio callers. <laughs> You'll remember, Jazzy Boy, that back in 2021, the governor at the time, mm-hmm. he indicated that there wouldn't be any cash rate rises until 2024. It's now July 2023, and we've had 12 cash <laughs> rate rises since that comment. Now, Jazzy Boy, around two weeks ago, the treasurer told the current Reserve Bank governor mm-hmm. that his tenure wouldn't be renewed. And on Friday, the treasurer announced Michelle Bullock as the new governor. Now, she's an economist and uh, she's not exactly new around here. She's been at the Reserve Bank in various roles since 1985. But when she takes over on September 18, many in the Australian community will be hoping that the Reserve Bank turns over a new leaf. So tell me, what is the key learning here? Sometimes a new leader is as much about the need for change as it is about the optics of change. Brett, it seems like Michelle Bullock has the right qualities and experience to be the next governor. In fact, during the press conference on Friday, the Treasurer mentioned her strong leadership qualities five times. <laughs> that's right, five times just to really make the point. But Brett, it's also pretty clear that the RBA needs a new face after a pretty damaging couple of years. Its reputation has been battered more than a piñata at a child's birthday party. <laughs> and it's not the first leader to stand down after a rough period. For example, after the Royal Commission into Banking, three of the four CEOs of the Big Ball Banks stepped down. So Brett, he's hoping that the new governor can stabilise the economy and public opinion. For our second story, underwear company Skin which is owned by Kim Kardashian, mm. is in capital raise talks, which could raise the company's valuation to around $4 bucks. The devil works hard, but those Kardashians work harder, I tell ya. So yeah. tell me more. Let's take a step back, Jazzy Boy. Skims launched in 2019, entered the market with a range of bras, mm-hmm. loungewear, and shapewear. Direct-to-consumer only, selling through their online stores and department store outlets too. And Jazzy Boy, it helps, it does help, that Kimmy K can leverage her 360 million-plus Instagram yeah. followers for some good old-fashioned marketing. And it seems to be working, B-Man. Skims has reportedly raked in around 500 million US dollars in revenue for 2022. And it's believed to be turning a profit. Not the P word. (laughs) And now Skims is raising capital at a valuation of around 4 billion US dollary doodahs. And this fundraise is expected to be Skims' final raise before its IPO within a year. Interesting, Jazzy Boy. What is the key learning here? A pre-IPO capital raise is when a company raises money in the lead up to its planned IPO. In this pre-IPO race, the buyers are typically private equity firms, their hedge funds, or other companies that can invest big dollary dues. And this type of capital raise is meant to work well for both sides. For skims, it means they get more capital to fuel growth, to invest in new initiatives, or to strengthen their balance sheet ahead of going public. As well as getting assistance on important pre-IPO governance Mm -hmm. matters. And for the investors, well, they're getting a discount to the expected IPO price. Win, win, win. For our third and final story, Bonza, Australia's newest airline, 
airline has cut back some of their routes after experiencing weak demand. Only been six months, B-Man. What is the story? Well, Jazzy Boy, Bonza is the new budget airline that started operating in Australia just six months ago. They target mostly tourists with flights to regional and remote parts of Australia for pretty low cost. Get this little statistic stat, man. 93% of their routes aren't currently flown by any other airline. Sunshine Coast to its Sundays. <laughs> but, but now, Bonza's announced that they're cutting five of their routes because there's just not enough demand. And these changes are going to come into effect next month. Now, this business model of more niche flight routes has been successful in parts of Europe yep. and in parts of Asia. But Bonza, they're having a tough time replicating that success in Australia. So what is the key learning here? A successful business model from one part of the world may not be able to be copy and pasted locally. You've got to adapt the business model to the local context. See, Australia's a country with a lot of land, but not a lot of humanoids. So Bonza's challenge is having a big enough customer base of regional travellers to operate consistently. And they're not the first company to try and then stumble at replicating overseas success in Australia. I take you back to the year 2000, B-Man. Long time the ago. The year Destiny's Child came out with Say My Name, Say My Name. Huge. And the year Starbucks entered the Aussie market. And let's just say, in a country known for its sophisticated coffee culture, they were not very welcome. <laughs> and by 2008, Starbucks had to close down over 70% of their Australian stores. But Bonza, they reckon their strategy is hardcore and they've got what it takes to weather this turbulence. Flux fam, if you haven't checked out our quiz for this week, then make sure you check out Quick Sticks in the Flux app. You open the Flux app, you see that homepage and you see the button for Quick Sticks. There it is, bang. And you even have the chance to win 50 bucks if you're the first to answer correctly. So download the Flux app and see how you perform in the quiz. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.